hey, it's a movie review. And if you see this movie, get ready to fucking cry. All this and more in this episode of... Godzilla Destroy All Podcasts. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Godzilla Destroy All Podcasts. I am your delicate and sensitive and uh, very handsome and willing to just open up his heart and just talk about everything. Host, Logan Vo, and I'm joined today by my best friend, my comrade in arms, uh... The 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 dude who calls me his father because I opened his bank account for him and taught him how to drive. My guest host. What's your name, Chuck? Charles. There it is. I'm never gonna let that go. I'm just I mean, within our friend group, you call me your dad. Yes. Cause I taught you how to drive and I opened your bank account and so many other things that I've done to help you grow as a human. And here we are. Here we I are, appreciate buddy. it all. Yeah. Yeah, you're stuck with me. You owe me your life. You have a life debt. It's more like you're stuck with me. Yeah, that's probably that's probably closer. <laughs> hey everyone. So if my voice is a little weird, um, I'm over my sickness. I had a sinus infection. I had to go to the doctor. That sucked. Like I had to wait in the I had to wait in the doctor's office for like five hours to get seen because I'm busy. Uh, but I'm on antibiotics. But I went to a concert yesterday, and I'm pretty tired. The concert was like an hour forty away. And then the concert was like three hours and then an hour 40 back home. And then I woke up and then Chuck and I went to go see Godzilla minus one, which was another like hour drive away for us. <laughs> and then we had to come back another hour. So I've, I've put like seven hours of road time and then just sitting down. So I'm a little, I'm a little low energy. I'm trying to bring it up. My voice is a little gone because I was singing and dancing all to my heart's content. Yeah, you know, getting punched in the face. Yeah. I went to the mosh pit. I'm 30 or 40 years old, something like that. And I'm too old to mosh now, but it looked like so much fun. And I'm like, dude, I haven't been to a show in like six years. I need to go in the pit. And the first song, the second I get in the mosh pit, I got jacked in the mouth. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I've been to metal shows where the mosh pit wasn't nearly as rough as this punk show. Holy shit. And these were small, thin punk girls. They were going ham. Dudes at metal shows, you have nothing on thin punk girls. Oh my god. <laughs> it was a wall. There was a wall of death at a ska show. Charles, it was a wall of death at a ska show. Do you know what a wall of death is? Uh is that like the outer perimeter of the mosh pit that you just can't get through? No, a wall of death, Charles, is when the someone from the band says, "All right, they they do like the split motion for the pit cuz it was a push pit and then they say like spread the sea and then there's like a breakdown lead up and then Everyone just stares at each other, and then when the music hits, you run at each other full speed and just nail it. Why? And I've done those several times at metal shows. This was a ska show. (laughs) I'm like, holy shit, this is nuts. Why is a wall of death a thing? It's fun. You just full body crash into another Yeah, I did that, and I didn't get hurt in that. That was fine. God, how many skull fractures and concussions were had? Well, at a punk show, when you fall down, someone falls down, you pick them back up right away, you know? Keep going, dude. You know, also, because, like, I'm a bigger dude. Um, When I go into a mosh pit, I don't want to, like... I don't push people very hard, because I'm a a big, strong boy. Yeah. Um, And these were, like, small, little, I thought, frail children <laughs> you thought and like i just kind of run in the pit and just kind of like get bounced around off of i'm like a bumper in like a bumper pool game or like a ping pong or like a ping game pong. game of bumper cars yeah, that yeah like, in the i'm the bumper move. that you bump off of and i'm cool with that. i can i can take that this was rough like they were just beating the hell out of me <laughs> so i only went in a few times they had the unrestrained strength yeah and then i was just dancing the rest of the night when when the sky because there was two punk bands and then a ska band was the headline i really wanted to see the sky band and when the sky band came out i was just dancing like the rest of the night it was really fun um but yeah that 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 was my weekend and i, was, I missed it like a loser you didn't want to go i was like you want to go to the show you're like no okay <laughs> and straight up said straight no. up said no i said i probably won't have the extra money for that because i want to mm. make sure i have money for the movie uh-huh no you were just like i don't want to go i don't do anything fun that you do Char- logan i'm like okay that's fair well i'm also not as into ska as you either that's so. fine but you've never been to a concert and no none of your other friends go to concerts not really i'm a little no. mad one of my one of our other friends backed out the last minute he's gonna go and then he's decided not to and oh. actually two of our friends backed out the last minute oh damn yeah so i'm like I'm a little ups- i was a little upset about that i'm like really guys 
All right, whatever. So my my other two real friends. Is it friends, the same ones they didn't want to have duck at Thanksgiving? Yes. <laughs> they got to get out more. Um, but yeah, that's uh that was my weekend. Um, so we just went in, we just finished watching minus one. Well, about an hour ago we wa- we yeah, saw minus. Yeah, you know, we had to drive back. Had to drive back. Yeah, it was a good time. What do you uh first off? So we haven't done a movie review ever. No, we we've talked about the plots of movies, but we more focused on the monster usually. Uh Godzilla minus 1, it's the new Toho movie. I do have to say this. The fucking new Godzilla movie for WB coming out. They're going to have to step their game up. They have some big boots to fill. Yeah. Holy shit. Also, at this point we are going to say huge spoiler warning since we're going to go over this movie and it's only been out for so long so far. Yes, yeah, so I forgot to mention that huge massive spoiler warning if you haven't seen the movie yet. Please go watch it first. Go watch the movie first, then come back to this episode. I'm fine with that. Um, unless you don't care about spoilers, but goddamn. Oh, yeah. There, it, this is, honestly, this might be my favorite Godzilla movie. Yeah, like, even, like, <clears throat> even the human interactions were good. Like, most of the time when you watch Charles, Godzilla. not just good. Fucking great. Oh, yeah. Fucking phenomenal. It, the, the feels were real. Very much so. Um... So what what was how do you feel about the movie coming out right away? How I felt about it coming out right away, um, very emotionally investing, horrifying, and to have that thing just come out of nowhere every now and then, and the roar was like on point. Yeah, this is a movie you have to see in theaters. Like, yeah. if you're one of those people who like you're just, you want to wait. I get it if a, if a theater's not near you within like a reasonable driving distance. I get it, like that kind of sucks. But like if you if you're able to see it and you just want to wait, bro, you're missing out. Yeah, you are missing. And out. if you don't catch it in theaters, just find the biggest TV you can find to watch this on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's what you got to do. Uh, because like it was like like the whole theater would just shake whenever he stomped, and then the roars, and then like. Oh my god! It yeah, felt like you were. We just didn't a even small... get in the four D seats. No, we didn't. We thought about it, but it was like almost triple the price. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not doing that. Yeah, no. And they were they were all open in yeah, front of us. No I thought about them. I thought about sneaking down. Like we could just sit there. We could. They're not gonna come out and tell us to move. But maybe maybe it's a situation where they don't activate it unless it's bought. That's probably a thing. Yeah, that would make sense, but. Uh, we do know some things, roughly, about the stats of this Godzilla. They did mention in the film he's about 20,000 tons. Yeah, I think. Um, because the the scientist did mention that. So yeah. he said, you know, it, it, things around 20,000 tons, which is really heavy. And I believe we think he's somewhere around the 50 to 60 meters. Yeah, range. some people did find that he's 50.1 meters tall. Um, and then his first time he appears, he's around 15 meters tall. Um, so some people were able to find that and like, that makes sense. Cause he does look like a little baby when he first yeah. appears. First time you see him in this movie, he's a little guy as far as Godzilla's go. Yes. So, um, we're going to get into the plot of the movie right now. So again, last chance to click away. Yep. Last spoiler warning guys. Spoiler warning. All right. So the movie opens and we see this Japanese pilot landing on an island yeah. And the island is, like, full of potholes and bomb holes. And I'm like, yeah. god damn. Surprised he landed that plane. Um, and then you find out that the, the pilot is a kamikaze pilot. Yeah, but he wussed out. He wussed out, which, I mean, I fucking get, dude. Yeah, like, who wants to just go die for a cause they yeah. know they're going to lose? Yeah, like, it's... I, I Like, everyone knows of, like, how Japan was during the end of World War II with the kamikazes. Like, they even had, like, kamikaze torpedoes. Yeah, speaking of which, this movie takes place at the very end of World War II, like, right before the yeah. war ends. Yeah, exactly right before the war ends, where it starts, and then the, the rest of the plot is, like, 1947. Yeah. Like, they show a little bit in 46. And, you you know, see, like, three different dates show up that shows, like, yeah. a couple different yearly time skips. Yes. Um. So then, like the mechanic, this he he lands on an island that's just like a mechanic island. Yeah, it's a uh, kamikaze uh, plane mechanic. Yeah, and then like all the mechanics are giving him shit because they're like, "Uh, your plane's fine, bro. Why'd you turn around?" And he's like, quietly goes in shame and looks at the beach. Um. And like I get it. like like everyone giving this guy shit for like not doing his duty because honor like they were so honor bound. Yeah. Which I mean I can't speak to that. I mean I I don't agree with it, but I understand like that was the mentality. Of the people at the time of the war, which is like real life. Yeah, but back then they're like, no, you gotta, you gotta die for the homeland. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, I don't agree with that, but I get like that's where they're coming from. Um. So then you, it's that night after he lands, and then just Godzilla shows up on the island. Yeah, and apparently the locals know this as just Godzilla. Yeah, it's Godzilla or Gojira. 
Yeah, they know he's coming when a bunch of deep sea fish start showing up. Yeah, I, we were kind of like near the back of the theater. I'm like, what the fuck is that floating in the water? Yeah, like, I couldn't even tell what the hell they were. Like, it looked like it was a weird fish with a balloon in its mouth or yeah, something. Yeah, but I guess it makes sense that there's a deep sea fish. They're going to look weird. I guess. They don't get sunlight. Yeah. Um, And then Godzilla, just a little baby, just fucks shit up. Yeah, it's about the size of a average house. 15 meters, so 15 times 3, Charles... Like a, like a two-story house, maybe. Roughly. Yeah, roughly. Like if you need an image for size comparison. Sure. Roughly the size of a two-story house. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's a little taller than that. But yeah, he was just a little guy. And like the the mechanics are like, hey, go in the plane and shoot him down with your 20-millimeter gun from the... Yeah. From the f- he's like, what is if it doesn't work? He's like, no, it's it, it, that'll kill anything. I don't know. I'm still like... Because he has this guilt the rest of the movie about not being able to kill him yeah. on the island. I really don't fucking think that gun would have took down no, the Godzilla. No, I don't either, and I think he didn't think it would. Right. And he also he had, just... like, that I don't want to be a kamikaze mentality. Right. Because he didn't think it was going to work, and he thought if he shot it, he was going to get killed, and which the... he would have. Yeah, and the mechanics were like, no, we don't care about your life. Like, literally, you're a kamikaze pilot. was supposed to die anyways. Like, go in there and just, like, try to save us. Yeah. Like, it just would have pissed him off. would have pissed Godzilla off, and then just they would have died anyways, I think. Yeah. Although, at this point in the movie, I don't think he had... He hadn't been radiated yet or anything, so he didn't no. have his heat ray or anything, but, but he, he still, still... would have just walked over and destroyed him. Yeah, he's still a big old monster. Yeah, I... he was picking people up throwing them around stepping on people like the first shots he would have had if he pulled the trigger would have been on his head so i guess if you hit him in the eye right back to the brain possibly kill him but if you get him in the body or the leg it's not going to do anything i don't right. think also i wonder if it would have killed him because at that point he didn't have his regen either that's true man it's hard to say because he's so big like yeah like, he was still big. Like, still the biggest I mean, animal. They, they kept referring to him as, like, some just dinosaur-like monster. So, depending on... sea creature, also. Yeah. He's a, he, from what we could tell from this movie, his origin in this, he's just a deep sea creature that just surfaced. Yeah. And he surfaces whenever yeah. to eat food. Yeah, so... So... Loch Ness reminiscence, yeah. kind of. So, eventually, like, one of the mechanics gets antsy and just starts shooting him with the regular old gun. Yeah, he loses his shit and just fires his gun. And then and, everybody follows and suit. And just Godzilla goes nuts. <laughs> And just kills everyone except the pilot and one other mechanic. Yeah. Uh, the pilot <laughs> is in the plane. Godzilla destroys the plane. He manages to gets out before and then passes out. Yeah. And Godzilla just disappears. And I was like, I was really surprised they gave us Godzilla within the first like five minutes of the movie. Yeah. And it was scary when you first saw his face. Like he, like it's nighttime, like pitch black nighttime. Like we're talking no moon at night, nighttime. Mm-hmm. They flashed a floodlight in that direction that they heard stomping. And it just immediately his face roaring. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, I wonder if they never shine the light. Maybe Godzilla doesn't go crazy and he just kind of walks around the island. Yeah, no. The un- he only reacted to the things that reacted to him. Yeah. So if they just stayed in that dugout and didn't fire anything, they probably would have been fine. But again, it's wartime. So like, they were like, is this the new Yankees weapon? You know? So, yeah. yeah. Although the one guy did say, no, it's a local thing. Yeah, that's true. So like, honestly, if they... If they didn't do anything, he might have just walked away. Yeah. Also, to be fair though, if you see something like that walking towards you, you're gonna your fight or flight response is gonna go insane. Oh no, my my fight or flight response is always flight. I'm running the fuck away. <laughs> like yeah. I'm a baby. A problem with them was is leaving that dugout meant death. So the other thing that dude's response was is probably just fight and fire the gun. I guess. Yeah. I mean, there's also fight, Pfizer, fight, fight or flight or freeze. Like freezing is also yeah. a thing in your body. And that's what our main character did. He just kind of froze. I mean, I I get it. Like I get it. Um, like when you're staring death in the face and it's looking back, it's terrifying. I'm, I'm glad they did a good job of humanizing that character. His name was uh uh. Koichi, Koichi, I believe. I think so. Yeah, I was having a hard time keeping up with all the different names we were getting thrown. I mean, there's there's different names. Well, they they went they refer to each other as last names a lot, which they do, and they have long last names. It was a long last name. I think it's Koichi. I'm trying to look it up now, but yeah. So this, uh, I'm I'm glad they humanized him though, because like yeah. like he got a lot of slack because he the war was over, and then the surviving mechanic like gave him a fuckload of shit. Like, dude, you should have died. You got all these people killed. You know, you at least could have died as a kamikaze. Yeah, like, like this dude lived with guilt his whole life. And he that. gave, and that dude gave him a ton of guilt. And then when he got home, his neighbor gave him a ton of guilt. Yeah, after those two survived the island, and they're on the boat home, like that dude just handed him a pamphlet of photos of all the men's families who got killed on that island. Yeah, and that dude kept that pamphlet like the entire time. The entire time, and then he gets home. His neighbor's like, "You should have died. You're a kamikaze pilot. Like, yeah, we would have like, won the war. If it wasn't for yeah, cowards." She like sees you. him. Like, how are you here? You're supposed to be dead. Why are you? Well, and then she said, "We would have won the war if if it wasn't for cowards like you." 
which yeah. is like untrue, but like propaganda, you would have believed. Yeah. That. It's like, fuck, man. Yeah, like, they, they made this guy like really freaking relatable. Like, I, I felt really bad for him. And I'm glad, like, because they could have gone hard with that where he's like this unredeemable piece of crap. Like, he should have died for his country. But no, they, they, they very much humanized him. Be like, no, he's a dude that just like, like had a, a normal reaction amount of fear. Yeah. A humanizing amount of fear. I mean, like war is a hell of a thing. And then yes. when you got to deal with something like Godzilla during that war, like that's got to be insane. Right. And I liked, cause they also later in the movie, they show up like, like uh, the government's very bad about caring for the life of their people. Yeah. And they a mentioned lot of, a lot of times, like the government's main priority at that time in Japan was just keep everything hush. Yeah. So it was good too, because like some of the people forgive him finally for like like the neighbor eventually softens on him and like gives yeah. him a break. I so, mean the baby helped, but yeah, the baby helped. So yeah, he's back home. And he's just kind of like trying to survive. Then this woman is run away from some authorities and hands him a baby, and he's like, oh, "Okay." And then they eventually find each other again, and she's like, "Yeah, it's not my baby. Like I'm just taking care of her because like the mom's dead." And he's like, "Well, fuck." So then the neighbor has to like show them how to keep the baby alive yeah like he goes home she follows him um, with the baby she just kind of moves in unannounced pretty much and, and then the neighbor's and... like yo what's going on with that baby <laughs> yeah they're pretty much they're, they're like roomies yeah she becomes the nanny the neighbor becomes the neighbor nanny. becomes a yeah nanny. um so yeah then you see the time skips where they're raising the kid the kid is okay doesn't die of malnutrition because the, yeah, the, the nanny te- teaches them how yeah, to neighbor taught them how to like use nutrition so and, they and they're die. basically they're trying to like get basically survive so he's got to take a yeah. pretty risky job I, I do like that the neighbor actually said to them adults can eat whatever the fuck and still be fine but you got to give nutrition to babies Right. And, and she's basically said, like, to these guys, like, I don't give a fuck what you guys eat, but this baby needs to have this. Yeah, which was rice gruel. Yeah. Which, I guess that would work. I don't know, not a lot of nutrition in that, but... Well, considering that Tokyo at that time was decimated by the war, that's probably most of what they had. Yeah, that's probably not a lot of options. Yeah, yeah when, when they get home, like, their homes are just destroyed. This guy basically built up a shack and just slowly upgraded it over time as he got a job and got money. So explain, explain to the lovely listeners what his job is he takes. So, after he gets back home, he struggles for a little while to find a job, and then he finally finds one for the government, of all places, actually. Right. It's a bomb disposal job, where they go mine out... Mine disposal. Yeah, uh, uh, undersea mine disposal job, because during the war, um, both the American and Japanese governments put a lot of water bombs to get, you know, U-boats or just ships blown up. So, his job was to go out on a wooden boat because back then it was magnetized bombs, so if a metal ship went by, they'd just explode. Uh, they would just uh, cut the bombs loose of their snags, and then once they got far away from the bomb, they would shoot it and blow it up to remove it. Which is kind of cool. It's in a wooden boat, yeah, because a lot of the mines were, were magnetized. Yeah, like I said. Yeah. It was really interesting to actually see that process, and that's probably how they actually did that back in the day. Uh, probably, yeah, I bet. Yeah, that looked accurate. Um, and, and the, the Koichi is good at it because he was on a fighter jet, yeah. so he knew how to lead the targets. Yeah, he properly. knows how to aim at a move, a buoyant moving target in the water. And here we meet the crew members and I like all the crew members. Yeah. Uh, you had the captain, you had doc, and then you had the boy. Yeah. Which I, the boy is the, like 18. Was the boy one of their kids? No, he's remember. just like, probably like a dude that just needed a job. Yeah. I don't think he was anyone's kid. They just called him the boy because he was the greenest. They yeah. Said. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Um, and then he's like, well, we have a new guy here. He's the boy. He's like, he knows how to fly a plane. Yeah, he's no, not the you're, boy. You're the boy. You're the boy. <laughs> yeah, like the boy tries to dog on the new guy, and the new guy's like, dude, I was in a war. <laughs> yeah, because, like, the whole thing with that, the the young guy, he's, like, supposed to be, like, 17, 18, you know, maybe 19. He wasn't able to join the war because the war ended. Um, and he's like, oh, man, I should have been in the war. And they're all of them were war veterans. They're like, no. No. It's a good thing you didn't go. Yeah. Like, I think the oldest guy there who was a war vet was like, you should be proud that you didn't have to fight no war. Yeah, which, again, like, I like that because, like, I don't know what the mentality was in Japan at the time, but I, that makes sense, though. Yeah, like, like the civilian mentality shit. versus the government mentality for, against, like, like war is way different. So yeah, seeing the perspective of the people that were actually in those wars was a good angle, I think. Yeah, I mean, because I don't want to bring it back to Gundam. I know it's, but, like... It's always back to it Gundam. It always comes back to Gundam because, like, this, like, Gundam is a lot like this, where it's like eyes of the people in the trenches having to deal with the government bullshit. 
Yeah. It's a lot like this. Also, this movie is so sad and devastating. I'm glad I've built up a callus of all the Gundam because I would have been bawling my eyes out in the movie theater instead of just teared up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I watched Gundam as a buffer to war. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You'll get used to it. Just get PTSD watching anime. So basically, we get like the happy part of the movie. He he builds up the shack, upgrades it because he's got this yeah, job. Looks like a nice small house now. Yeah, and the job pays extra because it's so dangerous. Yeah, like the the hazard pay on that job is pretty high. Yeah, well, you're exploding bombs. So yeah. uh, they said like between America and Japan, they dropped like it was it sixty thousand or six hundred thousand river mines. Of, river of explosives. Yeah, so like they they're doing this job for like a couple of years. Yeah, there's um, no shortage of bombs at that point. And then they show a clip of the Bini, the Bikini Atoll nuclear bomb test America yeah. did. And you see just a close-up of Godzilla's eye. Yeah, like his face just getting seared by the atomic explosion. Yes. Yeah, so there is like a little little bit of a crumb of information like, oh, like here's the yeah, bomb. Like, yeah, radiate, yeah, at radiate. this point in the movie, yeah, we're getting a lot of human interactions. They wanted to show like, okay, this is at the point this year. That's when he gets nuclearized. But it turns, it honestly turns into a good slice of life for a little bit. Yeah. Of them just like, yeah, we're happy. We have this family. We're not married. But like, I have horrible PTSD. So like, I don't want to put her through that. So I can't marry her. She wants to marry me. Oh, the little kids call me daddy. I say, don't call him, call me daddy. And then his friends are like, dude, that's fucked up. Let her call you dad. She, you're raising her. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm like. Jesus, man, that was a little dark for you. That was you. a little dark, but I get it. He's gone through some shit. Yeah, I think the whole thing was he said, like, his war is not over. Yeah. And I think that was, a like, a phrase he used to say, like, it still feels like he's not over it. Well, he also, because his PTSD, he mentions a couple times, like, he had a breakdown where he's like, no, am I alive? Am I alive? Eventually, you learn he's asking, like, no, I'm a dead man on the beach, and these are the dreams of a of a dead man. Yeah, so he thinks life. he's in, like, purgatory or hell, just so reliving like, his nightmares. Fuck, dude. Like, that's brutal. <laughs> that's fucking brutal. But what I love about this movie, it is a hero's redemption story, and it's such a good hero redemption story yeah. because, like, he's at his lowest low. He's going through the PTSD. He he feels in tremendous guilt of these people's lives that were lost. And then here's to him the reminder of his failure. Godzilla comes back and he's bigger, larger, and uncut. Yeah, that's a South Park reference. Yeah, I, I got it. <laughs> um, and he he's he's big. And then you, oh my god, this part of the movie is amazing, Charles. The fight with the boats. Yeah, that same wooden oh boat God. that they're using to do bomb disposal, the government basically sent those out there to stall Godzilla so a battleship could come fight it. Yeah, because they find an American battleship just torn to shit. Yeah. And they're like, we have to fight this thing that did this? He's like, yeah, we're here to stall for time. We're basically pawns. Yeah, one of the other veterans is like, yeah, no, we're here to just die for time. Yeah, which was the Doc. Doc, who was like the... Yeah. You find out he's got some pull. Yeah. Later on in the movie. So th- what their plan is, they grab a couple mines, set it up with a detonator, and they're going to like throw it at Godzilla while he's chasing them. Yeah. The first one, they explode uh, when Godzilla starts chasing them. It's on his dorsal fin. Yeah. It explodes on his dorsal fins and it does like almost nothing. Yeah. And he's like, all right, we got another one. And then they get it in his mouth, but it doesn't detonate because the, the cable severed. Yeah. So uh, Koichi was like, I'll shoot it with the gun and does it. And then just the explosion in the movie theater loud as oh shit. Oh my god, it was like I was right there. I was like, holy, like, I jumped a little bit. Yeah, like, like, they were, like, their boat was close enough that, like, the back end of the boat exploded, and some of the wood chips flew up and hit a couple of the guys, yeah, too. Like, a few of them took some damage, and then you see Godzilla yeah. is, like, what we thought was a dev- I legit thought, like, did they just kill Godzilla yeah. halfway through this movie? they zoom in on Godzilla's face, and there is a crater blown out of the side of his head where the bomb was. Yeah, for, like, for, like, two seconds, like, okay, there's another Godzilla. This was the baby. Yeah. We're gonna see another. Nope. His face just instantly starts regenerating, and it was horrific to watch. It's like Cell from Dragon Ball Z, just instant whoop. It's yeah. like holy shit! Like yeah. my mouth went agape at that point. Yeah, that was that was yeah, that's terrifying to watch that shit. Like, <laughs> oh, so this is gonna be really bad. Like, oh no! And then like Godzilla stands up and is like, oh yeah, he's been swimming horizontally this whole time, I and mean, his face gets blown. He's like, all right, I'm standing up for this one. Yeah, because also that explosion fucks up their boat. Yeah, so they so can't really move d- anymore. They're dead in the water. They're not moving. And then luckily, plot armor. Here comes the battleship. Finally. Yeah, some plot armor though. There's some. Pl- I mean, yeah. <laughs> so the battleship hits Godzilla, and he's like, "The fuck was that, dude?" <laughs> yeah, big big epic moment. Just fires off at Godzilla. Just starts bombarding his ass. 
So here's and where Gajiro he, he, shows... He looked like he struggled a little bit at first, but he, he just got blindsided by yeah, it. Yeah, he can take some damage. Um, and here's where Godzilla shows some intelligence. He swims under the water to evade the explosions, like the bombs, yeah, just... and then jumps up on the battleship. Yeah, which and... didn't sink immediately somehow. No, damn near he does sink it almost, and then but they managed to get another shot. That... Yeah, it was they... kind of cool to see the yeah. guns turn. <laughs> he angled their cannons right at him above the boat. Point blank, bam! I wonder how fucking loud that was for the people on that ship. Oh. Like Some of them had to have immediately gone deaf. Yeah, probably. Like, just, kaboom! Yeah, and then uh, that actually worked. Godzilla had to get off the boat. Then... And he goes back underwater. But then we just start seeing the water under the boat start glowing that blue. And as fans were like, yes. And they're like, what the hell is that? I'm like, oh, no. And then it was just one real quick blue beam just real fast. And that boat was gone. Yes. And they were like, what the fuck? And then uh, Koichi passes out. Probably a severe concussion. Yeah, because it's, I think so. He got, got he, got blued, he got blown back. He hit his head. He was bleeding. Yeah. He got, he's got his noodle. He got his noodle. The knock. boy's arm got broke. Wakes up in the hospital. And he's like, all right, was everything okay? Like, no, we were lucky to survive. Everyone's dead. Yeah, we got airlifted out of there. That ship is gone. Our boat is gone. So then here's where Koichi, like, explains, like, what Godzilla is. And he yeah. goes to... Uh, yeah, he finally tells everybody, hey, this is what I saw at this island. Yeah, and then he talks to his, like, girlfriend, but not girlfriend, uh, Noriko, and tells her about it and stuff. And... She gets a job at this other city, or it's a suburb of Tokyo or something. It was, no, it was another city. It was, um, oh, I can't remember I, the name I, they said. So, I, I, I think it's a suburb of, of a bigger town, because later in the movie, he gets there, like, really quick. Oh, you're right, he does. He gets there really quick, so it's gotta be, like, a neighboring town yeah, situation, it's, it's maybe. Yeah, it's gotta be, because all he had at suburb. that point was a motorcycle. Yeah, because she's going, she's walking to, or she's trans, like, she was on a train heading home. Yeah, so she was like going to and fro to this place every day for work. She gets a job in this other city, and then Godzilla shows shows up at that city. Yeah, and here's where it's like, oh my god! Like this is like I got like flashbacks to 1954 when there's the scene where like the people are running around and stuff, scared, and like Godzilla's just kicking cars and trains. Yeah, he just literally oh showed up god. to town to just cause mayhem. That's another thing. I, what I love about this movie, it shows like the people on the ground their fear and their awe and their frozenness of watching the destruction as to where a lot of other Godzilla movies, especially like the later Toho ones, you don't see this at all. Like it's just all, Oh, military. Oh, maybe some people, military people died. Oh, this one shows you like the panic and chaos on the streets. Yes. Like hardcore. Like I think they did a better, this might be the best job a Godzilla movie has done in my opinion of showing the chaotic fear being on the ground with a kaiju. Yeah, attack. shows you the civilian angle at its best. Yes. Again, Rami of Gundam. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, because like 1954 was like that. It was like a horror movie watching like all these people flee in yeah. fear. You got that and this fear did it factor too. in it. It's like so good. Like it was just so good to see this like horror. Set. Like Godzilla, when it's great, is like this horror thriller movie, you know? Yeah. Like the kaiju fights are fucking awesome. I, I'm here for it every day of the week. But when it shines is when it's scary, you know, and gives us emotion of like, fuck, man. Like, I love Godzilla vs. Megalon. That's a cartoon. This was fucking art. Like, yeah, holy shit. Like horrific art. So uh, Noriko manages to survive, even though Godzilla just picks up the train like a chew toy. Yeah, she jumps out of it when she's over the water. Bitch, that was a smart move. Yeah. I, when when she was like looking down, like, should I jump? I was like, I'd take that risk. Yeah, really. I definitely. <laughs> like, I'd take that bet. A broken leg's better than like, being killed <laughs> yeah so yeah she, she makes it back to the land she's in the streets and that's when she runs into koichi mm, and he's no, like no she's like panicking on the ground because godzilla right coming. yeah he's coming he then koichi just shows up because he heard the, the telecast that or the yeah radio. That, that that's where godzilla landed yeah so he knew to go and like so that, that was like the only problem i had with the movie because it's Him like finding her and all that chaos her? yeah I, I forgave it immediately because the story is so good but there was a second where i'm like ah, bro you just found her that you found her when she was panicking in the street, yeah. like uh, considering all the other good stuff in this movie, I'm letting it. Yes, fly I'm completely. overlooking. That's the only I'm, thing I have. Yeah, I'll brush that under the rug just fine. I'll sleep very Especially, good at night with that. Mainly because what happens next, the emotional payoff of oh, them being together. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit! So they're fleeing, and then there's some tanks shooting Godzilla, and they're everyone stops, and they're in. They're like, "Is it over?" And it's like I was putting myself in a situation like. 
yeah, I might stop to see what's going on too, see if it's gone. Like, like yeah, that legit is like a real. Yeah, human when they emotion. bombard Godzilla, he's like engulfed in smoke, so they're just waiting to see if he's dead after right. the smoke. Because it's easy to say, like, why aren't you still running? Like, this is dumb. But also, it's like yeah, first thing I thought I was like, why did you stop? But I put myself there, like, dude, I might have stopped too. If I, if I saw everyone else stop and look, I might have stopped to look too. Like, just like sheer instinct of like, oh yeah, is it is it over? Are we good? So I I think I can put myself there to do that. Yeah. Do you think you would? Or I think I would run? look back while running. You think you'd still run? Yeah, I would look back while running. If I didn't see anything happening, I might stop. So here we see the best goddamn lead up for a Godzilla beam. Yeah. So ever, I think. It's, uh, I don't know. You know, we're just, we'll start with the tail like the movie did. Yes. So as this Godzilla starts charging up, his tail from the very tip starts lighting up blue. And it's not just doing that, like his dorsal fins from the tip of his tail all the way to the back of his neck expand out of him as they charge. Yes. Like you see him all pop out one at a time, just bump, bump, bump all the way up that spine, building that up. You're just watching it happen. This bright blue. This bright blue, just all the spines coming out. And then the moment it gets to the back of his head, you see him taking a deep breath of blue air. And those spikes all just punch right back in all at the same time. And he just lets off a nuke of a beam. And what I love about this beam so much, it's like a thin blue streak. And then it hits something and then it explodes. And I was like, holy shit. That explosion in that theater was so deafening. It was awesome. I just like in the the literal terms of awesome. I was in awe. Yeah. And then you see the explosion and then the fucking sound wave come and I'm like, oh, they got to fucking move. But everyone's still just frozen in, like, shock. Yeah, it's just shock. But then you see those buildings collapsing from that shock wave coming at you. Before they even could start moving again, that blast wave was already on them. And Koichi and uh, Noriko. Noriko, they see it. Noriko reacts first. She shoves him into an alley. And then that blast just takes her. Yeah. And it just takes everyone in the street. Everything's just wiped Everyone down. is just pushed back, swept away. And what's gone. even scarier is so there was the the burst out and then like the recoil back in, like the rush back yeah, in. Yeah, that's how explosions like that actually it was work. Like, There's oh, a forward and backward of militia of uh like uh and I can't remember the word for like an implosion, explosion, yeah, implosion. There's the explosion and then the implosion where all matter is coming back to where it just got pushed away from. Oh my god. And then like I think rubber band, that's how explosions yeah. work. And then Koichi, like, sticks his head out after it's all settled down, and there's just nothing there, and he's yelling for Noriko. Yeah, no one's in sight. And then he looks up debris. and sees Godzilla, and then Godzilla is, like, kind of in awe himself looking at the mushroom cloud. Yeah, you see he's actually kind of even charred up himself a bit. Yeah. And then he just... Godzilla's like, all right, I'm going to fuck off now. <laughs> and just, yeah. like, walks away. Yeah, you see it, like, pan out real quickly to an overview of the city, like, from the impact point of that explosion from the beam just outward, it just looked like a nuke went off. Yeah. And then Koichi just guttural. Like, he, this guy did such a great job acting. His guttural on his knees, screaming in anger. As the clouds rain, charred, just regret. fucking red. It, it just rains ash. Like, everything that Scream did, it, it conveyed so many emotions. And it's like, fuck, man. Like, the acting in this was stellar this dude did great oh my god koichi was such a good actor yeah this guy needs an award for this one like i don't know what the reward situation situation is for movies in japan but this guy deserves i will bring that guy to america and just (laughs) hand him an oscar this guy deserves everything so then it's like the reality of like the little kids like where's mommy it's like oh no fuck yeah then they go home and then we're gonna deal with like the heartbreak of a child thinking she's never gonna see mommy again i'm like what is the feels i was like dude like I didn't, I didn't cry yet, but I got a little, I got a little weepy. Yeah, you, like you, no. a little misty, little misty. It goes from like tragedy of like not, not just uh her dying, but a whole city just wiped out. They say some probably sixty thousand people dead, twenty thousand buildings destroyed, and then you just go straight to a child crying for its mother. Yeah, and like they can't, cause she's so young, like. They can't really bring themselves to explain death to her. Yeah, they just have to say mommy just went away on a trip. They don't. There's no way to explain, oh, she got killed by the giant lizard monster. Like, you can't just yeah, say that like, to a child. Like, ugh, it's, it's rough. And then, like, Koichi's like, all right, uh, I'm, I'm in my fields right now. And then Doc's like, hey, I know something of the 
the citizens have a plan to kill this thing. Do you want it? And he's like, all right, sure. Like, let me hear your spiel. So then it's the best Godzilla destroy plan of all time. <laughs> oh my God. I love this plan to yeah, kill Godzilla as they're so saying much. saying this plan, I'm like, wait. Th- so their idea is to put him underwater? Oh my God. So I was like, no, I was like, okay, in a trench underwater. He's from deep in the water. Like, no, like, it'll be enough pressure. It's 1,500 pounds per square. It's like, okay. So their plan is to, like, create some bubbles to make him sink instantly to the trench. Yeah, like, I don't so, know I don't know if any of you listeners play Minecraft, but if you've ever been, like, in the water and you, like, row your boat over, like, a, a magma block underwater, it has that bubble feature that comes up. If your boat's, like, actually over those bubbles too long, it will sink to the bottom with you in it. I didn't know that. Oh, my God. Yeah, so that was actually accurate in Minecraft. Most of our listeners are children, so they probably know that very well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so my plan in Minecraft at one point was to make an island and then just have the bottom of the water under my island and about, like, 50 blocks out just be magma blocks and no one could get to my island. <laughs> You'd have to get an elytra and fly to it. That's wild, Charles. But, yeah, so basically their plan was to do that. So then they're like, oh, okay, we crush him. What if it doesn't work? He's like, motherfucker, we got a plan B. Yeah, plan B. <laughs> Bring them back to the surface really freaking fast. Yeah, they have these giant, like, inflatable, instantly inflatable things. It's like, all right, yeah, we're going to bring them up yeah, and give them the bends. Massive life preservers. Their plan is to give them the bends <laughs> to, like, kill them. And I'm like, that's amazing. That's so creative. Like, also, I think they also ha- took into account, like, the bottom of the ocean is probably, like, just freaking freezing temperature. Yes. Going from hot to cold like that really fast, too, also just destroys your skin. Yeah, I mean, that's what you Which saw. Which is why when he comes out of the water, you see his skin on the outside kind of, of just all kind of freezing and breaking off in some areas, just all fucked up looking. Yeah, but also, like, they're like, yeah, there's an explosive decompression. When he comes back up, it's like, yeah, I love this so much. I was so in. I'm yeah. like, yes, let's see I this have plan. Ne- <laughs> it sounds like that game we played that was kind of like D&D, and I was like, let's go taste Sasquatch. <laughs> yeah, so we played, like, yeah, it was, they were just making up on the spot. Yeah, like. Uh, so yeah, explain like that crack. story, Charles. So we we played a, so we a D&D a, game. Let was, me explain it. I'm the DM. I'm yeah, going to explain okay, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You can explain that one. We had They had to talk to a super intelligent Sasquatch that was building robots for the government. What was his name? Sasquatchio? His name was Sasquatchio, yeah. So the party, Charles' idea was like, well, they have to kidnap him somehow. Yeah, we were at a Walmart. <laughs> it was a Wizmart. Wizmart, sorry. Because I, I take care about my copyright <laughs> claims and my my tabletop games. Yeah, it was totally. So I was like, yeah, whatever you want is going to be here. So Charles' idea was like, let's get a bunch of tasers and rub on the, the super intelligent Sasquatch and tase him. And I'm like, please do this. You're all going to die. Please do this. <laughs> the group doesn't do that. But that was like one of my favorite things of any. Did we ever, game. did we actually even buy even one taser? I, no. You guys just were like, you're, the plan ended up being where group, you like, challenged the robots to a fight. That was the idea. And it worked. But yeah, I somehow took down a couple of robots with a sword. Anyways, getting back to fucking Godzilla minus one. So what I love about this scene is, uh, uh, Koichi gets up and he's like, hey, is this going to work? Is it, will this kill Godzilla? He's like, I can't guarantee it. No, just tell me, will this kill Godzilla? Like, He pretty much says, like, I hope. So he gets up to leave and kind of running away again. Like, his thing is, he, like, he sees yeah. danger, he runs away. But then, like, Doc is like, no, dude, this is our best chance. The government has failed us. The government's not going to do anything to help us because in America's not going to do anything to help us. The Soviets aren't going to do anything to help us. This is up to us. Yeah. And basically their plan was, you know, to make him go up and down really fast into a deep ass trench. <laughs> and uh, their the first phase of their plan was they were able, they managed to acquisition four decommissioned battleships, mm-hmm. as well as uh, Koichi convinced them to also get him a plane so he could distract it to where they needed him. Well, before to be we get the there, trench. I just want to talk about like the emotional stakes of like Koichi joining them. Yeah, like that speech that Doc says is so good. It's pretty much like like hey like. The government doesn't care about us. This is up. This is up to us to fix. And like people are like, we just went through a war. I can't do it again, which is fair. Yeah, fucking fair. Yeah, even some of the guys even walked out of the room, which yeah, no guilt on that. Like, but then like the moment of like the hurrah moment, like one guy's like, is this like a pretty much a we're gonna die for sure? And Doc's like, no, absolutely not. There's a chance we live. And he's like, all right, it's barrel shots in the war. It's yeah. like, oh, all right. And everyone's like, yeah, fuck it, dude. We'll, ju- we'll go in. We'll yeah, everybody everybody cheers to that immediately. Like, yeah, anything better than that war? Hell yeah. Yeah, so it's like, all right, that was like a nice, like, I kind of want to clap there. I was like, dude, like, yeah. hell yeah, dude. Like, like, y'all went through hell. Being able to have that mentality after going through World War II, like, good on them. 
Yes, like definite like human spirit, like like fuck it, like round two, let's go. <laughs> yeah, round two at better odds, fuck yeah. Yeah, so that was really cool. So they get the plane. And then it's like a special weird. Yeah, it was made for like uh, landlocked combat. Yeah, it was, uh, it was meant it to never... shoot down bombers. Yeah, but then war never got to that point. Which I'm not sure if that was a real plane or not because it looked real silly. Um, I have, I think it was. I've seen models of that in like books back when I was in school. Okay. So I think it was a real plane. What was weird about it, Charles? Explain to the people. So normally back then, like for the planes of World War II, the propeller was like at the front where the main guns were kind of. And then you had, you know, your fin on the back that controlled your like angles and turning and shit. Your typical like fighter plane from World War like what? Sure. Uh, but this plane was weird. This plane didn't have like a back rudder traditionally. It kind of had one, just it didn't look like traditional kind. Also, the propeller wasn't in the front. It was right behind the main wings yes. on the body of the plane. So it kind of just spun around the body of the plane rather than being a forward propeller. Also, the front was skinnier. Yeah. So it looked like the plane was like literally built backwards. Yeah. Think backwards, but propeller in the middle. So, so I think the design choice for that kind of a plane was for speed and agility, which yeah. is what they needed so he wouldn't get shot down by Godzilla immediately. Yeah, because it was hard to find a plane because they were all like decommissioned and like prohibited. Yeah. But they find this one rotting in a fucking like warehouse yeah so koichi had to find that mechanic that was on the kamikaze island repair area to get him to repair the plane and the way he gets him to do it first gets him to come out of hiding he's like he talks shit to him in the letters yeah he writes a bunch of letters and sends them out and the letters are basically blaming the repair guy for what happened with godzilla on that island which is fucked up yeah but he's like hey you wouldn't come to see me if i didn't like piss you off it's like (laughs) fucking good point fair yeah would no would not have so he beats the shit out of him then he manages to beg him to repair the plane yeah he convinces him. him to do it yeah and he he does it by basically saying like i want a kamikaze into godzilla yeah and it's like fuck like i'm like dude this is a toho movie that legit could be the ending of this movie yeah i was really I was concerned like, that it... oh no please don't do yeah i thought that i that's what i thought was gonna happen too it was like okay it's a japanese like pro if this is like a japanese propaganda movie they're gonna say yeah that's the right thing to do you're gonna kill yourself at the end of this movie it's like oh no please don't i can't handle this dude yeah, like he's been through it like he deserved a good life after everything he's he been did through. like he was so he's such a good character so they fix the plane and they rig it with a bunch of bombs oh not the mention that all his buddies on that tugboat thing when he was doing his job are like hey man like you got to be there for this kid now like the mom's gone yeah and then he says no i'm gonna kamikaze into this dude's mouth he doesn't tell him that but yeah he doesn't tell them that but that's why he wanted the plane he's a little cagey about it he's like yeah yeah sure sure buddy like he's just like real vague he's like gets quiet yeah he doesn't tell him he's gonna have the plane loaded up with bombs and fly right into godzilla's mouth yeah so it's it's the day of the plan finally the plane's up and going they got the ships ready yeah, so Koichi, um, by this point, they thought their plane was ruined because Godzilla was like inland now because he came out of the water and went inland. They yeah. needed him in the water for where the trench was. So Koichi managed to piss off Godzilla enough to follow him back out to sea. And once they got to like the trench area, actually, no, can I take a quick moment? To, uh, no. It's about the movie. Oh, okay. To answer like a lifelong question I've had about how Godzilla stays at the top of water. I wanted to mention that too. Yeah. Like, they actually show, like, when his upper body is out of the water, he's not touching the bottom of the ocean. Because he's clearly over a 1,500-meter a trench. So, it's like his buoyancy is what keeps him above the his water. kicky legs. Yeah. Literally, anytime you see Godzilla in the ocean standing up, he's not touching the bottom. He's just floating there. I always wonder that, like, wow, is just the ocean really not deep there? Or, no, yeah. he's just a little kicky leg. Yeah, because if you do the math, there's no way any Godzilla is standing out of the ocean. Right. They are just floating at the top i of loved it. it so much i'm like yeah. oh my god I'm like they finally answered this question oh my god thank you and they do show little kicky legs for a second yeah, and like, then they, yes and the when they, yeah when they go to sink him they actually show the underwater part of him he's just fucking standing there swimming in place yeah. treading water it was adorable it was great it was the best scene in the whole movie honestly <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then you just see him like he's a okay so actually yeah back to the plan um they get him out to the water they get him up over the trench but uh, they need him to fire off his beams, so he has to take the time for it to recharge. So they can't actually destroy. He can't actually destroy their plan for the real thing. So they, like I said earlier, they acquisition four battleships. They rigged two of them to just swim straight at him as decoys. Mm-hmm. Nobody was on these boats, just the first two. He fires off his beam 
and just explodes those boats. And again, you just see his whole front of his face just all charred up from doing that because mm-hmm. that is a hell of an attack. Yeah, and once so they then do they that, just move in. They're like, yeah. all right. But the some people were scared, like, oh, shit, no, let's fucking go. Like, he destroyed the... He's yeah. like, no, this is the plan. We're good. Yeah, the, the guys are like, all right, we're going to get the fuck out of here. Uh, Doc's like, no, no, he has to recharge. We have time. We got to go like, now. Why didn't they know the plan? Like, why didn't the Doc tell them the plan? Yeah, like, before? why didn't the Doc mention that part? Like, like <laughs> they knew why they had four boats, but didn't say that was why. Right? It's like, oh, these, these two here aren't full of the stuff. I guess they're... Just gonna be hanging out. Like, I just didn't tell like every single guy. Like, yeah, oh, hey, don't worry. We just want to. We just want to jump scare you with us a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck. So dude? Like, they they circle Godzilla. They get all the like machinery attached to him. Yeah. So they you like unleash it on a cable between the two boats. Yeah. They encircle him with it, and they had to pull it tight so it was tight on him. We we did skip over like uh, Koichi does lure Godzilla out to the ocean because he kind of pisses off with like the the plane. Yeah, he shoots at him with the plane a yeah. little bit. And then before that, you see like this moment with him and the mechanic where he's like, is it good to go? He's like, yeah, here's the bomb. Here's the safety for the bomb and stuff. So it's like, all right. Like, yeah. and then like the pen- mechanic, from what we see, the mechanic's like, you're going to do this. And this is how you do it. Yeah. Like, okay. And it says, and one more thing. And then it pans to the plan. Yes. So Godzilla's in the ocean and the plan like works. Yeah. For a second. Like, Show he shoots down the bubbles go up and he's like Whoop. yeah like right before they bring him down he's he's about to charge up and fire off another one but then they hit that button and he goes straight down oh my god the tension there like I have not yeah felt I thought tension. they weren't gonna make it I haven't felt tension in a movie like that in a while I was like yeah you gonna fucking do it dude like <laughs> yeah I was like you're taking too long guys hurry up oh and then and- I was waiting for the cables to get taut and I'm like oh it's just like oh it's getting a little less slack less slack oh it's taut and he's like all right fucking do it now yeah, and Whoosh. then he just fucking whooshes down before he could shoot off the beam I'm like oh my yeah. god and like oh. he's still charged up while he's doing it but he's just in like all of like why am I going down yeah, he's so like, fast what the fuck's happening and then when he finally gets to the bottom you just hear like a Whoosh. and you just see his lights turn off like his whole body just got fucking imploded yeah like he doesn't like actually implode or anything he just he can't move. Yeah, he's like, oh, all right. Like, he, he just stiffens up. He does move around, though, because the cables are starting yeah, to move. Yeah, so he starts trying to shake, get the cables off so he can get the hell out of there. And they're like, all right, we got to go to plan B. Let's bring him up again real fast and give him the bins. Yeah. And that's what they start to do. But about halfway up, but uh, Godzilla's instincts took over about halfway up. He realizes, oh, this is starting to really fucking hurt. And he bites the inflatables and rips them off. So mm-hmm. he stops about halfway. Yep. Uh, and, and then they then, thought they were fucked. Yeah, so they try to bring him up with the cables, and they know it's going to fail. And then earlier in the movie, they tell the boy from the ship, like, you can't do this. Like, you're not. We have to leave the future to you. Be happy you don't have to fight. Yeah, know? because he was still, you know, probably at this point only like 20. Yeah, so he shows up with a fuckload of other tugboats, which, like, good on them. That was a nice, like, yeah, like, oh, like hey, the rest of the it. people got, in, got involved. So what they did is they, did, uh, they each, like, they divided all the tugboats in half. They went to each battleship and just started pulling the battleship so they would force him up with, like, expanding, like, a cord. Which, to do all that probably took 30, 40, 50 minutes, honestly. But they they skip to where, oh, they're doing it. So it's yeah. like, I wonder if the plan worked immediately. Maybe maybe the next thing didn't have to happen. Like, maybe Godzilla does die to this. Yeah, I think... Because he had some time to stay in the middle and, like, kind of regulate his pressure a little bit. he was getting a little bit of time to regulate, but based on how he looked when they did eventually get him to surface again, like, he looked jacked. He looked jacked, but, like, that was, like, 30 to 50 minutes of regen time. Yeah. Like, maybe if they did immediately, maybe it would have killed him right away, like they hoped. Yeah, I think that's probably why Godzilla freaked and just bit the inflatables, because he realized he was going to go. The plan might have worked. Yeah, so good on them for actually coming up with a plan that would have worked if Godzilla didn't counter it. But they bring him up, and he's like, he looks beat up, but not like, he's still fighting. Yeah, he looks like he could still go, but he looks a little fucked up. Then we see the beam charge. Yeah, he starts charging up again. And they did it perfectly, because like, they didn't show Koichi for a while, and it's enough time to where like... You almost forget about it, but then, like, you remember, like, oh, it's all right, mouth is open. They show a big scene of the mouth open, and then they cut to seeing Koichi swing around, and then silence. And that yeah. movie theater was fucking dead silent. Yeah, like, like on the on the screen, you don't hear anything except for, like, that that just, uh... No, it's it's dead silent. Yeah, like, dead silent. A solid 40 seconds. Yeah. And, and you like... Just, you see you, everybody looking like they're screaming, but you're not hearing any of it. You could hear a pin drop in that fucking theater. I loved it. It was amazing, because everyone's like, oh, shit. Like, and the tension was building, and then finally, when the when the plane swings around, you, s- like, slowly fade in, you hear the plane, the, the sound of the plane, like... Yeah. And that's when you remember what his plan was. He didn't tell anybody else he was doing it, 
but he loaded that plane with explosives and his plane was just kamikaze right into Godzilla's mouth. And it's like, oh shit, like I was prepared, like fuck dude, like you're going to save the day, but oh my God, dude, you deserve to live so much. And then right as he does it, you see him pull some sort of lever. That was the activation lever that the guy told him about. I know I'm leading up to it, Charles. I'm building the tension for the <laughs> listeners. And then like you, then it just like cuts and then just bam, God's right in the Godzilla's mouth and it explodes. And then like, there's that second of like, oh shit, he just fucking like he kamikaze and the people were like, oh no, fuck dude, like Jesus. And then you see him on a parachute finally, he's floating down and he's like, oh, I fucking see him. Like I was like, oh, all right, cool. And then they cut to like the flashback. He's like, one more thing. This plane has an eject. Use it with this, like the mechanics, like this plane has, a, has an eject. Use this lever to do it. Fucking live. And I was like, oh my God, he yeah. forgave him. Yeah. Like, oh That's my the moment God. You realize that that dude forgave him. Like I was, I was tearing up. Like, oh my god, this movie's amazing. Like the the hero's journey of forgiveness and stuff. I'm like, oh, they did it great. They did it right. Hell yeah. Oh, also, yeah, that plane exploded, took his head off. Yeah, from like the jaw, like bottom jaw up. Like his bottom jaw still there. The rest of anything above that gone. Yep. And then the rest of Godzilla just crumbles. And they did that. They did a really cool like freeze frame again, where they froze it and then they kind of like rotate it slowly, where you can see like the destruction of his yeah. head. And then, yeah, they win the day, and they all salute very somberly. And then they they cut to the boat's docking again. Yeah, they make it back to shore. And he's in a little little blanket because he got in the water. He was cold. Yeah. And then the the nanny with the baby runs up. And I was like, I was like, I was already like on the brig of tears. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. Oh. Well, we forgot while he was out doing the plan, the nanny got a letter in the mail from somebody. Yes. And he left a bunch of money to the nanny like, hey, raise the kid for me. Yeah, you're going to need this. And that was all the leverage letter said. I'm like, dude, that's kind of cold. Like, like, oh, honey, thank you so much for being my daughter. I love you. He could have just said something. But no, it's just like, here, raise the kid and here's the money. It's like, that's kind of stone cold, my guy. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like, you could see, like, as he is making that letter, like the emotion in his face. But he could have put more words into it. Yeah, he's a man of few words. (laughs) So... The nanny runs up, and I was like, oh, God, he's, he's with the daughter. Yes, he can be yeah. a dad. And she hands him that letter she got in the mail from somebody else. Yes, and then he's like, oh, shit. Yeah, the look on his face is like, wait, what's going on? So then he's running to the fucking hospital. I'm like, oh, my God, she's alive. I was like, before they even open, they're like, oh, my God, she's alive. I'm preparing, like, trying to hold back tears. They open the door, and there she is, like, all bandaged up. And I'm like, oh, I was like, fuck it. And then she asks him, is your war over now? Is it finally over? Oh and he just God. breaks down in front of her and says, yes, it's over. Fucking cigarette, dude. I need a cigarette. This movie was amazing. Oh, my God. Like, And then at the very last moment of that moment, they pan to her neck and you see like a, a scar forming on her neck that looks like one of Godzilla's dorsal plates. Yep. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Yep. And yep. then end credits or before the end credits. You see, like, this goop this, of Godzilla. This massive, flump, destroyed flesh. And it starts regenerating. And it's like, oh, shit. Fuck. I hope they do a sequel. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I want Yeah, more we failed to mention, like, after his head got blown off, like, uh, he, he was charging up an attack for this beam. So his body basically had all that powered up energy, but it didn't shut off. It didn't fire out. His body just basically got disintegrated by it. Yep. So that's why it was just nothing left but a goop of flesh when we saw it regenerating. Yep. And fuck, dude, where is this rank in your Godzilla movies? Dude, uh, fucking easily, probably at this moment, probably my number one. That was amazing. I'm trying not to have recency bias because we literally just got home and started recording it. We just saw this movie. Fuck, dude. Like, this, I can't think of a better. check so like, many boxes. Yeah, it's got like almost everything across the board. I can't think of a bad moment in this movie. Like, I was excited for this movie. I was a little bummed when it's like, oh, there's no kaiju fight. I was like, all right, we already saw Godzilla versus the government, but we didn't see the Godzilla versus the people. Yeah, like, this was Godzilla versus people done right. And I was like, holy shit. Like, I don't, I'm, I'm glad we didn't have a kaiju yeah. fight. With, with the only exception of that he found her randomly in that city immediately, that's the only That's, nitpick. like, the only thing I have a problem with. Yeah, and it's, it was immediately made so that we could have that moment. Yeah. yeah. They paid it off so quickly, it was just under the rug, don't care. I, I, I'm giving this a 10 out of 10. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, it has to be 10 this out of 10. 10. Out of 10 I, can't, I can't think of anything 
that I'd be willing to really nitpick terribly about this movie. Like, if you want to get, like, really nitty-picky about it, like, there's stuff you could probably find. Yeah, but I'm not going to analyze a good time that yeah, much. Yeah, I'm, I'm a person who, like, when I see a movie, like, I try to find the good in it anyways. I know some people, like, they go see a movie and they just want to try to hate watch it and find the bad stuff in it. <laughs> yeah, I got so too many people look I smart. know who want to analyze and say, no, yeah. this is wrong, like, that oh, was this wrong. Is bad. Oh, this doesn't make sense. Like, like right, dude, I get you want to go watch a monster movie. You don't need everything to be scientifically factual yeah. all the time. Like, like, I get it. Some people, like, they make a living off of that. Like they they do review shows and like people who want to see that stuff, but man, yeah. sometimes a good movie is just a fucking good movie. Yeah, like just watch a good movie because it's good. Don't watch Holy it and shit. look for the bad. Like I'm in awe of this movie. Yeah. I am absolutely in awe of this movie. This like I don't buy many many movies on Blu-ray. Day one, I'm fucking. Yeah, like, this. I have I have King of the Monsters and Shin on DVD and Blu-ray. I'm definitely gonna get this when it comes out on Blu-ray. Yeah, this is a buy for sure. Oh my god. Well, uh. Any other closing thoughts you want to say in this movie, Chuck? Like, go and fucking watch this movie in theaters <laughs> if you can, please, for the love of God. If, if you you've can, already in seen theaters. it, go watch it again or buy like, it. And if, watch it even again. if you if you live near any theater, any IMAX that's playing this thing, make the time. Because like, yeah, we just pretty much spoiled it all, but goddamn, like we, like our words can't really explain how. Yeah, great like I know is. we said everything that happened, but. To watch it is a whole oh, different dude, experience. Dude, the score. The score was amazing. Yeah, even the soundtrack. Like, everything like, on this movie was on It's all orchestra point. again, and it's just, they have the original 54 theme. Yeah, the moment, the first time I heard that theme come off when we saw him, like, final, like, big guy. Like, oh my god. Chills. I got Chill. chills. All the nostalgia. Like, every movie before this just hits you and all at once. Like, and, this is, like, the best human story in a fucking kaiju movie. Yeah. Like, like it's not the only, down by the, military talk. The it's only still, other one I can think of that we didn't nitpick the human story that much was Ebra. Ebra has a good human story, but yeah. that was like kind of silly also. But this yeah. is like heavy. Like this is fucking heavy. Yeah, like this is like fully relatable, almost fa- probably historically accurate most of it, except for the, you know the obvious like, yeah, monster here shit. And there, yeah. But I mean, like, as like, far as like how people had to deal with their PTSD or daily lives after a war, mm-hmm. like this probably was the most accurate I've seen anyone yeah. do that. I mean, also too, like, so Shin Godzilla is praised for having good human interaction, but it's kind of boring if you're not like really into like, you know, the the nitpicking they're yeah, doing of the government. Yeah, you got to know the like the political standpoints like, of what they're trying to say. Like, I'm gonna be honest, the first time I watched Shin Godzilla, I didn't like it. Cause like, I was like, this is fucking boring. But then the second time, like, Oh, this is actually like really good. Yeah. You have to this understand one, what you're watching. This one was like immediately like great. Yeah. Like main character relatable. The things he's going through all relatable. Like you can relate to any of this stuff depending like, on you straight know. up. If there was, if this wasn't a Godzilla movie, it was just about a guy coming back from the war, trying to find his life. And like, like his whole job is fascinating. His interaction, like the, with this woman that he let live in his house and he falls for her. Yeah, like, even like, if you took a out of this really movie, this, good. Yeah, this could still be just a movie about like after a war. So good, man. Fuck. Like, I don't know what else to say. Yeah. Like, like when they made this movie, they made sure every facet of it was watchable. Like, I'm even less excited now for the Godzilla and Kong movie. Yeah, like, they, my <laughs> God, they are going to have to really make sure they're on point with their And with it's their just not game. going to be. I don't think it's going to be. Like, it, I'll still go see Godzilla and Kong. I'll go see in theaters with you, Chuck, even. Yeah. But my expectations of the movie are very low. Yeah, like, when you, when you have near perfection like this, everything else is going to be, like, what you're going to compare it to. Like, Toho keep doing movies like this yeah holy shit and it's like, kind of crazy because they just announced this at last year's godzilla day and it came out on this year's godzilla day yeah so like hopefully they were like i don't know if they did this all in a year or if they were shooting stuff before they announced it but if they shot this all in a year and got it out holy yeah shit. if that's something they can do in just a year if they put a couple years in a project my like, god what is that gonna look shit. like yeah um like, i don't know how long they worked on shin shin was still good once you Shin's you know, really good. Yeah. yeah, once you realize like what you're actually watching in Shin. Silly all right, which silly plan do you like more? The 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 train bombs with the <laughs> with the freezing Yeah, that's fire something truck. else about Toho. They're kind of a really creative ways to kill a giant monster. Yeah. Or or do you like giving Godzilla the bends and hopefully he dies? I, you know, I think I like the Benz idea. Right, better. that's so funny. Creative. <laughs> it's just so like, hey, let's kill this deep sea creature by putting it deep in the sea <laughs> and then bringing him up quick. Like, that's so creative. Yeah, I was like, like, let's just make him go up and down really fast, and then it works. I'm like, <laughs> I didn't know science was this awesome. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it makes me 
Like I, I like back in the day, I was really afraid to go off like the diving boards at the uh-huh. city pool because like the 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 pool that they have the diving boards on is the deepest, and <clears throat> I went off the very high one one time just just once because I'm a I'm a coward. Sure, and <laughs> I went so far under I could feel the pressure of the water like on my eardrums, and I'm like I don't like this. <laughs> I surfaced immediately. Um, and then my ears popped immediately. So it's basically that, just really bad. Really quick, now that we're the end of the show, I totally forgot. We have a couple of reviews we got to read. Sorry, guys. We were really so hyped about I, talking about We were about really this. excited to talk about this week. So we got two reviews we're going to read real quick. Um, yeah, going so, in reverse here, but it's cool. Yeah, if you want to uh, leave us a five-star review on Apple iPods, Apple iPad, iPad, iPod, Cast, whatever. Apple Podcast. We'll Spotify, read it on Spotify. the air. So here from Steve the Dragon. Amazing show. Five stars. Good show. Says amazing show, then says good show. You're the amazing, I'm the good. <laughs> I hear the good, I'm the usually amazing. how it goes. 10 out of 10. I haven't watched a lot of movies, but I love listening to you guys talk about kaiju and have fun. I'm very much into kaiju and art and hope to make art for you two maniacs. Uh, I'm just too busy with holidays. Also, Chuck, did you know sheep do not have teeth in their upper jaw? Oh my god! I love that the community is taking we this. We mentioned that one time. I love it so much that the community is like, they just love we're going to eat, Charles, you're going to eat gullible pie. <laughs> Fuck yes. I've grown, I'm older and wiser now, damn it. <laughs> um, The poor boy with no internet. Give me a break. Look at you. I love it so much. Yeah, actually, Chuck, Chuck, uh, sheep don't have teeth in the Shut up, damn it. Because when they when they are nursing, you can't have teeth. To I'm nurse. not a child anymore, dad. Stop lying to me. Alright, uh, from Wings of Fire is awesome. Uh, love the podcast. Keep going. Donut. Donut Wars will triumph. Don't know what that means. Donut Wars? Donut Wars will triumph. I have to look that up now. No idea. Alright, thanks Wings of Fire. Um, also, Chuck, I don't know if you know this. As of today of this recording, we hit 100 people in the Discord. Did oh shit! What is it? I have to do an email? You're doing an email, buddy. So what I'm gonna do, um, because not all the hundred people on our Discord are active, right? So what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna make a post sometime after this episode comes out. I'm gonna tag everyone and say if you want to be in the drawing for God for Godzilla for Charles to send you an email, react to this post. So everyone who reacts to the post. I uh, will enter those people's names in some sort of like random name generator, like picker. And then from there I'll get the winner and then you will send that person an email. Cause I don't think all 100 people are going to react to it. Right. You have to have like, we have hundred people in the discord, but not all of them are active. Cause I get it. Sometimes disc people don't, people I, don't like this. What, what am I, I going to say in an email though? That's up to you, buddy. You can be as unhinged or as, as shy as you want. Also, if it's a child, don't be too unhinged. <laughs> I, you know, most of our discord members, I think are, on the younger side, so I'll probably keep it tame. Keep it PG? Yeah, keep it PG. There you go, buddy. PG for me, anyway. So, yeah, again, you can keep joining the Discord. We have a fun community over there. It's not like... No, T for teen. T for teen. Uh, you know, I, I'm really liking it. It's more active the last couple of weeks. I love that so much. Because, like, that's been, like, one of my goals in podcasting, especially with, like, Lost Legends when I started. I started a Discord over there. Um, Like, I just want, like, a community <laughs> that will just, like, vibe and just, like, talk about whatever they want to talk about. And it's, like, the common interest is, like, something that I, that I create. Yeah. So it's really cool to see this. I just love it so much. Uh, we got like the Spotify raps came out and I just loved seeing everyone's like, yeah, you're in the top five for my, for this year. Yeah, like, no, yes, I, I fucking love yeah, it. Yeah, so we much. love you guys. Our statistics are just going through the roof this year. I mean, like honestly, like some of the statistics, like 80% of our listener base just started listening to us this year. And we've been doing this for two years. And like last year we had like good numbers and like we've, more than doubled this year. So everyone, thank you so much. I love seeing the Spotify rap stuff. I genuinely do. It's so cool that like, I've made a post in the discord about this, but like, I just talk about Kaiju with my best friend and make fun of him a little bit. And you guys love <laughs> a it. little, and it's, it's awesome. Love you so much guys. Thank you so much. I'm getting crap from the discord now. <laughs> I love it. dude. It's the best. You can take it. Like, I'm glad that they know to pick on you. Cause you can take it. Cause you have like your mental. I have the rock thickest solid. fucking social skin right now. Mine is like paper thin. If someone just like is a little mean to me, I will cry about it. And that is not an invite to make fun of me. Cause I yeah. will ban you immediately. <laughs> I am a sensitive boy. Please don't make fun of me. Yeah, like, I'm good at almost any jokes. Like you joke and prank on me all the time, and I, I it, it usually doesn't bother me. And if you did it back to me, I wouldn't ever talk to you again. <laughs> no, you would. I couldn't take it. I think I give you crap on very rare occasions just to make sure I don't get <laughs> you upset. 
Uh, all right. Well, uh, you, you openly shut doors on me instead of holding them open. I don't. Sh- Sometimes I shut them on you, dude. When we left the theater, you fucking closed that thing real quick. Yeah, yeah. I have a thing where I don't hold door open for some of my friends. So when I walk through a door first, I don't hold it open. I just like close it sometimes yeah, but for me you shut that fucking yeah sometimes i shut the door in front of their face <laughs> i'm a real asshole i'm a bad person but if you want and it's polarizing because if it's someone you don't know you hold that door oh yeah no i'm very polite if it's someone dude so all right they're already kind of running long but we went to that brewery you might have left i don't maybe you saw it but like i thought alec was walking behind me oh the guy so, that fell yeah so like i didn't keep the door open because i thought it was alec so i'm like yeah fuck you i i didn't close the door but i didn't hold it open <laughs> and then this guy a complete stranger was behind me i didn't know that so he opened the door and didn't know there was a step so he opened the door and walked and missed the step and almost fell down like a whole flight of stairs luckily i caught him because I was looking back to see Alec have to, like, bitch me out. But also this guy just comes barreling down. I'm like, oh, shit. So I had to catch him. Luckily, I'm a big, strong boy because I'm working out. Hell, yeah. And I caught him. And he's like, oh, dude, you saved my life. I'm like, I was, like, instantly felt bad because I'm like. <laughs> I also almost killed like, him. That was almost my fault. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we're going to say it's. You're welcome for saving your life. You're welcome. And this is why you only hold the door open for people you don't know. Yeah, for strangers, I'll hold the door open. But a friend, you'll kill them no matter what. Um, If if you see me in public and I hold the door open for you, assume that you're not my friend. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you'll know he's your friend when he shuts the door on you. That's that's your warning for that. All right, everyone. If you want more of my shenanigans, listen to Lost Legends Tales of Thern. Season 4 is going to be really soon. Um... This month, uh, hey, if you wanted to skip this episode and you didn't hear this part yet, I don't know how you're listening to this and not hear this. Anyways, uh, we're going to have <laughs> two more episodes this month, one with Joey from Lost Legends and another we're going to get Alec, Chuck, and I in here. And we're going to do like another fun bonus episode. And then also I'm going to drop episode one into this feed also for season four just because like I worked really hard on it and like. It's just a ton of fun, and everyone who has been listening to Lost Legends already and jumped over, fucking awesome. Thank you so much. I I work really hard on that show, and this show is just Chuck and I just <laughs> just goofing around. <laughs> so I love that you guys love this, but also I want my other one that I do work really hard to get some recognition. Yeah, it's, it's a really good show, guys. I've listened to all three seasons of it so far, and I think a couple of the bonus episodes, too. They're all great. I made you cry. I was so sad, yeah. Dude, you, got, you guys got to get all the way to season three finale. It is phenomenal. It's devastating. <laughs> Devastatingly phenomenal. Uh, so uh, follow my TikTok at Mingo Bro Resin. Want, you want some dice? Check out my dice at MingoBroResin.com. And Chuck, lead us on out, buddy. Well, like always, I want to thank everybody that listens to us for stopping by and listening. And we want to always tell you, thank God for Godzilla. Have a good day. Have a good day. Happy holidays. I don't know what I you want me to that. say. I hate that. You, the first time I said it. I'm keeping this all in so you can live in your shame. Yeah, no. You, you say, thank God. Recording. You, I'm recording. No. This is in. You say, thank God for Godzilla, and then I cut it off. But you said, thank you, have a good... What? <laughs> Charles. I'm going to do it again. You, <laughs> thank God for Godzilla. <laughs>